You are now tuned in to Truth Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Truth Talk Radio, where we're all truth all the time. We're about the truth, the way in life. We don't throw shade, we throw shine, man. I'm your host with the most, Royale. Got the special guest expert analysis, B. Clegg, on the line. You with me, baby? I'm with you, man. Expert, I don't know, but I'm 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 go. I'm okay. You okay? Well, yeah. you have a Super Bowl to, to show for us, so I guess we're gonna run with that. Now, look, I know it's a it's a position we're gonna talk about. Top ten tight ends, the position that you don't really want to talk about because they're real thin and you want to keep the sleepers to yourself. But look, you're a professional, you're a champion, so we're gonna go ahead and lay it out. Help these people who are first time players that are listening in or people who have struggled with the playoffs you know we're just gonna help them out man top 10 we're not telling them where to draft them we're just telling them who the top 10 and who ought to look out for man but i'll start first man look number one you already know i hate to admit it but it's travis kelsey kansas city chiefs as a raider fan that hurts but he's been the leader number one the past three seasons and nothing's gonna change this season uh, he finished with 103 receptions, and that's a lot of receptions. That's more than your favorite receiver. 1,336 yards and 10 touchdowns. That's more touchdowns than your boy Ezekiel Elliott. Like this dude, mm. he's a monster, right? Uh, but last year, is it going to be – we don't know. Is it a one-time thing? Because he did have a career high in every number that I told you, plus a career high in targets at 149. And career high and passing routes ran at 530. But like I said, he even when he was hurt, when he got hurt, he finished no lower. He's never finished lower than eighth. So we know he's a bad boy. And if Mahomes is going to keep it up, man, he's your number one tight end. I don't see nobody else taking the throne. And 149 targets, that's insane. Um, number two, which brings me to number two. I had him last year, uh, Zach Ertz. And speaking of receptions, he set the all-time record for tight ends with receptions last year in 116, even more than Kelsey. The thing with it, with it, with him though, the offense is different, so he didn't have 1,300 yards. He finished though with 1,163, which is awesome for a tight end. Um, eight touchdowns, which has never been his forte to get double digits, you know, like Kelsey. But he does get some. Um, and speaking of that, he's eighth in red zone targets when it comes to tight ends so his scoring is not really his thing but targets receptions and re- with receptions comes the yardage that's his thing plus Carson Wentz his best friend people feel iffy about Carson Wentz hitting the long ball they got Deshaun Jackson can he really do it I don't know I still see him leaning on Ertz and uh, it's gonna he's gonna have another top two year this year and let's see now Number, which brings me to three. I was kind of iffy, but I had to do it just c- considering his uh, ability and his situation. I got George Kittle. Um, George Kittle, Kittle was a sleeper last year. If he would have done this section, he was one of my sleepers. Uh, and I did pick him up off of waivers in a 10-team league. I did. And uh, I ended up dropping him. And the guy who's on the phone with me, he's on this podcast, he ended up picking him up and, and beating me in the Super Bowl with this dude, uh, George Kittle. 88 receptions, 1,377 yards. That's more than Ertz, but only five touchdowns. Now, that's the reason I still got him third. I don't really like this offense, the 49er offense. Um, I don't think they score a lot again. You know, the receivers are still iffy. Um, I know they got Jimmy G back, 
um, if he can stay healthy. Uh, even with that, he showed that he still can catch the ball from anybody. Uh, Bolins was throwing the ball good to him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's looking for him. He's very athletic. But he did finish with 136 targets. It was awesome. And I still see him being the number one threat in that offense. I don't see nobody having more targets than him, especially if the defense didn't get – it might have gotten better, but if it didn't get that much better, they'll still be playing catch-up or trying to keep up. And a lot of targets George Kittle's way. He did finish with 260 fantasy points, so that's good enough for a top finish. Now, at number four, um, I really feel good about him, this dude. He's getting better and better. Um, he's a big body. He's athletic. He's from Alabama. But number four overall, I got O.J. Howard and uh, this year. And I know he finished 13th last year, but he did get hurt. He did miss six games. Um, he only finished with 34 receptions, 565 uh, passing yards, receiving yards, and five touchdowns with Ty George Kittle. He is a big body. Uh, but this dude's been getting better every year. And with Humphreys out of the picture, uh, Braid out of the picture, O.J. Howard, your number one in Tampa. And I know they got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, but I think those dudes, if they're going to stay healthy and be good, like everybody says, they're going to demand a lot of attention, which means O.J. Howard is going to be right down the seam for easy touchdowns, easy yardage. Um, and I don't believe Winston, with Bruce Arians there, I don't believe he's going to force the ball to Evans and Godwin. I think he's still going to try to release it. And when those dudes are covered up, look for O.J. Howard down the seam. Now, one one stat which hurts my projection but it can go either way, is Bruce Arians is taking over. It's a new offense. And if you know Bruce Arians, people know him have good offenses, good running backs, good numbers all across the board on the offense. But in the past five seasons that Arians coached, his tight ends ranked 31st overall. And now that's scary. It could draw you back from drafting O.J. Howard, which O.J. Howard should go middle rounds. But Bruce Arians never had an elite tight end like O.J. Howard. He've always, he's always struggled to find playmakers at the tight end position, which calls for a lot of Andre Ellison, David Johnson from running back, Larry Fitzgerald in the slot. So I can see why Arians would lean on guys like that with no playmakers. So, oh, but O.J. Howard is capable, and I see him. He's my number four. We're going to have to see how that pans out. And I, it, Winston already trusts him down the seam, so he would be looking for him, like I said, when Evans is covered up in Godwin. And um, I know a lot of dudes have this dude right before Howard, but I still got him about the same, but he ends up number five for me. Uh, Evan Ingram from the Giants. I know people are saying, though, he's the only thing they got over there. That's true. Um, but he's going to finish five just because the offense is going to be – I don't think they're going to score a lot. And when they do, I see Saquon Barkley getting uh, most of the touchdowns. Um, if, if you know what I'm saying so I, he finished number 14 overall and I know he missed five games due to injury um, but if we did this on my on my we did this list last year on the podcast Evan Ingram was actually on my bus list last year but he's gonna bounce back this year just because of the opportunity Golden Tate missing four games possibly um, you got you got Shepard with a broken thumb and he should come back for week one but it still will bother him uh, uh, it's still going to bother him a little bit, especially if Daniel Jones comes in and starts throwing these bullets with his young arm. Um, if Eli's in, you have nothing to worry about because he ain't going to even get the ball to Shepard because they're moving Shepard to the outside this year. He's not a slot man no more, which opens the door for Ingram. Uh, he did finish 45 receptions last year, 
577 yards, only three touchdowns. But get this, his injuries. Let's talk about when he plays the game. When he plays the game, even when Odell was there, and even when he was not there, when Evan Ingram's in, he's ranked number four and seven tight end uh, in fantasy points per game when healthy. He's never finished lower than seven when he's healthy. So this dude, if he has a healthy season and he and he has this opportunity, he would finish top five for me, Evan Ingram. Which brings me to number six. It's a dude who finished 124th last year overall. No receptions, no yards, no touchdowns. And he's never even finished higher than 12th overall when he was healthy. But it's your boy, Hunter Henry. Uh, it's not, you know what I'm saying? You can't really fault him for not being there all season. And when he was there, his his reason for finishing 12th over, uh, overall that one year is because he had Antonio Gates. And he was in his farewell season. They wanted him to break some records. Um, but he Gates is no longer there. Uh, Tyrell Williams, no longer there, who's a big body, 6'4", red zone threat. Um, you still got Mike Williams. You still got Keenan. And here's also who's not there, Melvin Gordon, who's a, who has a nose for the red zone and some screen plays. And, and you know he can take it within five yards for a touchdown on the ground. Um, look for Hunter Henry. If he stays healthy, which he is, I hear that he's, he's in great shape. He's good to go. And if Melvin Gordon's not there, and you know Austin Eckler's a small dude. Justin Jackson's unproven. It's his second year as a rookie last year. Can they make that committee work? If not, man, you're going to see a lot of Hunter Henry, especially in the red zone. Uh, he's a big body. He can get some good separation. So I see him finishing six overall for me. Um, now, which brings me to number seven, speaking of touchdowns. He finished number four last year. He's in a digress just a little bit. Um, but it's Eric Ebron. And this is a dude, another dude off waivers, another dude I had off the bench. The reason why I dropped Kittle, I couldn't hold three tight ends in a 10-team league. But I chose Eric Ebron. He finished with 66 receptions, 750 yards. And get this, a tight end league leading 13 touchdowns. Man, That's a lot of touchdowns. Luck. If you know anything about luck, not, not only does he look for Ebron or love Ebron, he loves his tight end and the Colts. Besides the Patriots run the top two tight end sets in the league. And he does look for Ebron. He does trust Ebron. And if I could bring in some more, we'll talk about those touchdowns in a minute. But he finished with 111 targets. Uh, That was 13 passing touchdowns. Let me tell you, he had 14 total touchdowns. And that was good for number five overall in the whole NFL. So this dude is going to score in a high-octane offense. Uh, he ran one. Like, the coach, Frank, Frank Reich, man, he likes to put him all over the field. You see him in the slide on the edge. He's coming everywhere. He even ran the ball for a two-yard touchdown. This dude just wants to win and score, and he'll use whoever he can. Uh, Ebron's a big body, so he's going to use him in any way possible. But check this out. He was number one in the tight end posi- position with 18 end zone targets. So, man, that's a lot of scoring opportunity. If he would have, imagine he would have caught all 18 of them. We've been saying that he has 19 touchdowns this year. This dude, he's going to stay all over the field. He's not going to come come out the game. Uh, man, just look for Eric Ebron. You can get him in a, in a mid to late round. And, uh, man, you won't regret it. If, you, if your strategy is to wait on the tight end, look for Ebron. Now, it brings me to number eight. Um, 
he finished number six last year, which people expected this to happen the year before last year, but it happened this year. We got at number eight, I got Austin Hooper. Um, finished with 71 receptions, 660 yards. Um, the thing I'm down on him at eight because he finished with four touchdowns, and he's never cleared more than four touchdowns in the season. He just don't. Um, I don't know why they don't look for him there or why Matt Ryan doesn't trust him there. I know Julio's there. You got Calvin Ridley, got some weapons. Uh, you got Foreman, you got Edo Smith. So when they get in the red zone, they can go either way. And I think Cooper is probably like fourth or fifth at who he's looking at because check this out. You ready for this stat, Clegg? I'm ready. He's never in his career had more than five end zone targets in the whole 16 game season. For some reason, they don't look at him. Now his catch rate, he has an 82% catch rate. And Matt Ryan puts it there, he's going to get it. There's a reason that he finished with 71 receptions, which was good for fourth overall in the position. But touchdowns, scoring is the name of the game. Man, he'll, like I said, he's never had more than four seasons, which is the reason why he, he falls to eight for me this year. Now the dude who was eight last year, but he's number nine for me this year, around the same. Um, I'm going with David Njoku. Um, he finished with 56 receptions, 639 yards, four touchdowns, which was good for 142 fantasy points. Now, I know Odell came over and he was like, oh, he's going to take away targets from Njoku. Still got Jarvis. Uh, don't even talk about Kareem Hunt. He won't touch the field until 2020. So, uh, listen, so with Njoku, though, what that means is he's going to get a lot of space. And if you look, when Freddie Kitchens took over that team for offensive coordinator for eight games, Najoku was number 10 overall in targets, uh, end zone targets. He likes Najoku. Najoku is a good talent. He's still young. And Mayfield's familiar with him. And I've already been reading that he's been getting after Odell and Jarvis at all his receiver core. Mayfield's been getting after him. Because they ain't giving their all at practice already. So if that's going to be the case, he's going to take an easy dump off to Njoku. So, man, look for him down the seams. And I think he has enough work to finish number nine, especially if, if Odell's going to get this coverage and Jarvis in the slot. They're looking for some red zone touchdowns. Man, I see Njoku getting more than four this year, closer to eight. Now, um, which brings me to number 10. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, I do have a few sleepers. I do have a few busts, but my number 10 is my sleeper. Um, a lot of people don't have him in the top 10 is why he's my sleeper. But I got Vance McDonald from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he finished with 50 receptions last year, 610 uh, receiving yards, and also four touchdowns. Now, he missed the first game of the season. He didn't play at all. Um, but this dude had eight end zone targets uh, last year. And he's never been lower than ninth in end zone targets for tight ends. He's always finished at least ninth in end zone targets. So look, with Xavier Gramble, who's never panned out, the other tight end they got, and he's hurt right now. Um, with Antonio Brown, the 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 ball hog, I guess you want to say, he, he cries he don't get his targets. With him gone, everybody's talking Juju. That's cool. Juju's good. I like Juju. He's going to face more double coverage this year. Um, more number one corners this year. Um, so they can't just, everybody knows you can't depend all on Juju. Targets have to go around. I see Vance McDonald personally with Moncrief. He's already got injured. Not serious, but he's banged up. Uh, James Washington, second year receiver. 
We don't know how he's going to pan out. They're fighting for the number two role. If that's unsettled, you only got James, uh, Jalen Samuels, James Conner coming out the backfield. Vance Donald, mark my words, he'll have he'll be number two in targets in Pittsburgh. And if he gets that opportunity, he can very well easily end over 70, 80 receptions. And his touchdown total can be 10 or 11 touchdowns this year. So he's my sleeper at 10. He's going undrafted. He's getting drafted in the 16th round. He's a dude, if you want to build your team around and wait for a tight end, he's he's a safe bet to be a top 10 in my, and this is my list for True Talk Radio, man. So what you think, man? Who you got, boss? Man, Chris, that's, that's a pretty good list. Uh, Man, believe it or not, man, we agreed on a bunch of those things. Uh, only two guys I didn't agree with you on, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. All right. And, uh... I'll get to my sleeper here in a few minutes, but uh, let me go up my list first. And uh, you had him number one. A lot of guys have him number one for tight end. I also had him number one tight end. That's going to be your boy, Travis Kelsey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you, you uh, can't put him man, nowhere else. I mean, where else you can can't. you put him? He's, he's, he's going to tear by himself, kind of like Gronk used to be. Exactly. He took over that spot. Uh, he had 150 targets last year. A high octane offense. Come on with Mahomes. That dude is just unbelievable too. Uh, 150 targets last year. Like I said, that tied for fourth all time mm. ever for tight ends. Mm. And he's very consistent uh, at an unpredictable position. Y'all know, like I know, tight ends is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take him at the end of the first round, maybe early second. I mean, he, he's that good to be in the first round. I believe. Uh, this stat here is going to uh, be pretty good for y'all. He had three straight 80 reception, 1,000-yard seasons. Mm. He is the new Gronk. Mm. Believe it. Don't believe it. I don't care. He is the number one tight end. Nah, he's not the new Gronk. He's in the class by himself because this dude don't get hurt. You feel <laughs> what I'm very saying? Very true. <laughs> you jinxed him already, though. Oh, come on now. Come on. Uh, my number two guy, uh, about the same place you had him, but my number two guy is going to be George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it earlier. He set the yardage record for tight ends last year. Mm-hmm. And listen to this. That's with quarterbacks. With you know, Garoppolo played a couple few games, but C.J. Beathard, Nick Mullins, mm-hmm. that do set the yardage with them quarterbacks. If Jimmy Garoppolo comes back and don't get hurt all year, that dude could have another record-breaking yardage year. That's true. That's true. Uh, he had seven yards in eleven different games. That that's pretty consistent for tight end. Mm-hmm. If y'all ask me. Good number. Man, I would take him probably uh, late second round, maybe early third. I mean, some people might be higher on him. Uh, you you got who, Dante Pettis and rookie uh, Debo Samuel. Mm. I mean, the target's coming straight to Kittle. Yeah, he's the, he's the main guy over there. Uh, number three, yeah, we had two and three swap, but it, it is what it is. The top three guys are pretty good. Uh, number three, I had Zach Ertz. Uh, he set the tight end record for the targets at 156 and the tight end record for catches at 116. This dude averages about 8 to 10 targets a game. Mm. That That's like wide receiver status, guys. Lovely number right there. Lovely for your yeah, time. Y'all, y'all got to come pick that guy up. Let me say, one, two, or three, y'all can pick any one of them guys. Any one is going to be good for y'all. You have a case for number one, any one of them three guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this stat here, 27 red zones uh, attempts. Lay the tight ends. He's averaging, you know, that's about – Almost two red zone targets a game. I mm. uh, mean, I know you got Deshaun Jackson coming over there, Miles Sanders, or the new rookie of JJ, or whatever his name, White, White Side, mm-hmm. uh, fighting for targets. But y'all seen Carson Wentz. He trusts this guy and uh, pepper the targets, is all I can say. 
He's going to get yardage, score sometimes. I mean, he's up there. Yes, sir. Now, I'm going to stop y'all right here. Uh, after them top three tight ends, if y'all are trying to draft any tight end, y'all need to wait and wait and wait for about round seven or eight to draft another tight end, with exception of maybe one or two guys. But after them top three tight ends, it drastically falls off. Talk that to being him. said, talk to him. That being said, my number four guy is going to be Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Y'all know about the wide receiver core over there in New York. They are injured, banged up. Odell's gone. Suspended. Oh, yeah. They got the <laughs> second hardest schedule for tight ends this year. But that dude has top five potential for tight ends. 100 targets. I mean, Odell's gone. Like I said, multiple injuries to the receiving core. He's in line for top five status. Y'all seen he, he can go up seams. He goes some little short routes. I mean, that offense you seen last year with the horrible offensive line, it went to Saquon mm-hmm. and Ingram pretty much. That's all they really had. Opportunity. And I think if, if if Daniel Jones takes that starting position quarterback, which he will, I don't know when, but he will because Eli's junk trash. Daniel Jones is going to make Evan Ingram top three tight end. Mark it. B. Clegg said it. No, yeah, I believe it. You know, the rookies like to lean on the tight ends, man. So uh, They have to. That's their, that's their safe safe zone. Safety net right there. Uh, my number five guy is the number guy. You had a number six. Uh, I'm going with Hunter Henry at number five. Uh, they didn't see much from this guy. Like he's been hurt and out, and Tony Gates took his position. You know all that good stuff. They got the second easiest tight end schedule this year mm. in a top ten passing offense. Now he had, he hasn't played you know many games, but listen to this: in every game he's played twenty nine red zone targets in twenty nine games Ooh, with twelve wee. with twelve scores, twelve TDs, pay dirt. Now, That's a good number total right take from his two years he played, 115 total targets for 81 catches, 1,057 yards. If you put that equivalency to last year, that's equivalent. You no, know, Zach Ertz, yeah, that's that's equivalent to him. Per per target production, he is very very huge. I know Tyrell Williams is gone, helped him out some. Michael Williams and Kenny Allen is going to steal some targets, but like you said, Melvin Gordon, he he might not come back for a while. Some people predict him not to come back at all. Like me. Hey, it's very, very possible. And, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry's going to be a good guy to go to this year. A safe pick. Uh, like I said, the tight end position ain't real deep. But that second-tier guys that you might want to wait on getting, there's four or five of them that you can wait on and still be productive at that position. They can easily be a top five. Uh, yes. Uh, that was my number five guy. Number six. Uh, you said it earlier. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. Mm. My number six guy is going to be Eric Ebron. They actually have the third easiest schedule for tight ends this year. That dude had 14 touchdowns last year. 13 receiving and one running. You got tight ends running the ball now. They trust this guy. <laughs> He's a big dude. I don't know why it didn't pan out in Detroit over there. But, hey, the coach, the coach love him. Man, I don't know what to say. That's the third most all-time touchdowns for tight end. Uh, 110 targets, 13 most all time. A uh, regression, of course, is coming. Y'all know that he can't score every single game, which I mean, I'd like to see it happen if I got him on my team. But regression is definitely coming. They got T.Y. Hilton. They pick up Devin Funches. They got the rookie Paris Campbell from Ohio State. 
the return of Jack Doyle. I mean, it's a lot of people to throw the ball to. Uh, but Eric Ebron is a very trusted receiver of Andrew Luck. And of 39 touchdowns that Luck had, uh, Eric Ebron had a one-third of them. Mm. That, that's, that's a big number. He trusts the guy. Good stat. Good stat. Uh, number seven. A lot of y'all guys don't even have this guy. Like you said earlier, in your top 10, top 12, my number seven guy was your sleeper, Vance McDonald. Hey, all I got to say is why. there's 160 targets up for grabs with AB gone. Mm. And Juju is the only available proven option. He's going to have yes, more sir. looks. I mean, I mean, more looks. He's possibly going to have 100 targets this year. He could finish, you know, top five to eight tied in. Uh, who are they going to throw the ball to besides Juju mm-hmm. and Mess McDonald? Like you said, Moncrief, yeah, he's never proven himself ever. Uh, James Conner's going to steal some targets. But Vance McDonald, you see the play last year. He's most known for throwing that DB on the ground, stiff arm, and then going to step over him and scoring a touchdown. That dude is big, huge, a beast, and can catch the ball. Vance McDonald, it's a good sleeper pick for you. And he, he is a very good steal, whoever gets him. Oh yeah, you give he's good value. You wait if you get him in the right. Very round. very good value. Faking this, your boy Roll man. We had to take a quick break, pay some bills, but look, we're back. Now, Clegg, you said you're number seven, Vance McDonald, man. That's a good sleeper. Now, who else you got, bro? I'm on number eight pick, but I'm going to stop right there, man. We got interruptions. Sorry, guys. We had to pay bills. Not only that, I'm fixing to send a shout-out to Brian Garza. He told me to tell everybody about this Super Astros trade that got old Grinky from the Diamondbacks. So, hey, shout-out, Brian. You and your barbecue. Dry or not, it's still good. Ooh, man, we need a taste. We don't know how good it is. He ain't never shared it. <laughs> hey, number eight, guys. You had him number four. I got O.J. Howard. You had him pretty high for various reasons. I'm not going to knock him. Uh my number eight, I got him at number eight because this guy just can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I mean, he's good. Like I said, talented, athletic, uh, big body. He can he can run up seams, catch short routes to uh, OJ Howard. Man, if he's healthy, this dude could have close to one thousand yards with Bruce Arians coaching him. Mm. Uh, in ten games last year, different, different games, he had fifty yards and eight of them. That, to me, that's pretty safe for a uh, for a tight end. I mean, people can't expect a lot of that tight end. So, fifty yards guaranteed. That's that's a pretty safe floor for him. Oh, yeah. uh, I know Mike Evans is there, Chris Godwin is there. You got Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones. They're gonna steal some targets. Uh, Bruce Arians likes to likes to pepper his uh, running backs with targets. So, I don't know how it's gonna play out for him. That's why I had to put him so low. Good, good pick. See how it uh, pans out. Uh, number nine. I think you had him at number eight. We're pretty close to that. I got your boy Austin Hooper. Oh mm-hmm. uh, man, this guy's tall. Uh, he can he can run a little bit. He's fourth. I finished fourth among uh, tight ends and receptions. He finished seventh in yards mm-hmm. and fantasy points. You said it earlier. His catch rate, uh, 82 percent of his targets. That's unbelievable. Uh. And I don't know, earlier you said something about him uh, not getting no red zone looks. This dude had 10 targets. Or, I'm sorry, he's a 10, 10, 10, 10 targets, 10 receiver, whatever. 10 targets inside the 10-yard line. 
that's the third most at tight end. So we don't look like he had a lot of targets, but at the tight end position, that's third most tied with Zach Ertz, I believe. No, they can't be right. Anyway, he's he's got ten targets out of a ten yard line. Uh, for tight end, that's that's pretty pretty good. Uh, Matt Ryan's throwing the ball six hundred eight times. He's got to spread the ball around. Austin Hooper, ninth pick. I mean, there ain't many tight ends that can that can be that's below him that can be above him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seventy one receptions, man. That's good. That's, yeah, almost, that's, good. A, that's about as Mari like, Cooper numbers right there. Matt Ryan's gonna throw the ball six hundred eight attempts last year. I mean, that's that's pretty high attempts. Oh, he's gonna throw. He's gonna throw a lot. Uh, my number ten guy. I don't think you had him at all on your list. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, mm-hmm. Number ten guy. I'm going with Trey Burton, mm-hmm. Chicago Bears. He finished seventh overall. For those of you who didn't know it, uh, I think he finishes close to top ten this year, somewhere around there. Thirteen red zone targets, six touchdowns. He gets goal line looks. Uh, not much to say about him, but he's just, he's a starter, definitely. Might be like a low starter, but he's a starter on a fantasy team. He's going to be, mark my words. Uh, I mean, he's, he's going to get goal line looks, touchdowns, pay dirt. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, you're drafting that low. That's all you're trying to look for. But Trey Burton, number 10, I actually had him there. If you can see my sheet, I have his name crossed out, though, put Vance. Um, the only reason, I have him at 11, but the only reason I put him outside, just outside the top 10, he showed last year is just that that Bears offense with Trubisky and everything going on, that good defense they got, his number's been very inconsistent. Like, he'll give yeah. you a 2, then he'll give you an 11, then he'll give you a 3, then he'll give you a 16. Like, well, that's so, what I'm trying to tell everybody on the tight ends. Like, once you get down to, you know, 10 to 15, yeah. uh, there's not much difference at all. You can pick, you know, plug and place anybody you want to. Yeah. So that's the reason I put him out. And then plus that Bears offense, how many touchdowns will he actually score? You know, with everybody there, the new running back. And with the, like I say, with the defense, they'll, I think I just see him running out the ball a lot, running out the clock. So I got him just outside the top 10. I mean, but he's a good pick. Your number nine guy, you had David Njoku. I didn't put him in my top 10. And let me tell you guys why. You've heard me talking about quarterbacks and receivers with the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to say it another time right here on the tight ends. I do believe the Browns will have a good offense this year, but there's not going to be no number one stud over there. They're going to spread the ball around, and I don't think he'll finish in the top ten because of that reason. Yes, he will have some good games, uh, and they will hit some bad games because Jarvis Landry, Odell, uh, Nick Chubb, I mean, there's going to be games them guys go off, and Njoku might not have but four targets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say I'm a Browns fan, but it's just, this is how it is. I think they spread the ball around, but see. So where do you got him ranked at? I got him at like number 12. Okay. So even if they draft him for their, you know what I'm saying? After like, say, let's say I got him at number nine. He finishes at 12. That's still about around the same, huh? Because I had, even though he's nine. Don't get me wrong. Joker could be a starter in the league, top eight. I mean, it all depends on the the touchdowns. And same thing with Trey Burton. It's all going to depend on touchdowns. And like I said, we just have to see how it pans out. Because I got Trey at 11. I mean, I got him pretty close. If you're picking this low, uh, guys, you might even want to pair up somebody. So, because you don't know, if, if you miss out on Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, you know, Ingram, miss out the guys that you really want and your strategies to go low. And you can, t- won't you draft a Burton and a Joku? 
and then week to week somebody like like Kyle Rudolph I mean it's yeah just... yeah Kyle, Kyle Rudolph he's just outside he's right there at 12 I got him at 12 so you know what I'm saying they'll be around the same they'll have a, it'll be a hit or miss you never know they might have one of those outstanding years something might happen so I mean they're both starters like you said they're starters on the fantasy team that's what you want because lower you go down the list you have two tight end splits. You have guys who don't who can't block, but they can catch. You have somebody like the Broncos who drafted Noah F- Fant or Font, whatever you want to call him, but they still not calling him the starter. They drafted three tight ends since 2015. They don't have a tight end. So instead of going through that headache, you got like an Ajoku, a Burton, a McDonald, a Hooper, who who is more consistent and will be more pass routes ran from them. So so that's it, man. So who you got your sleeper? You didn't even uh, say. You didn't let me speak, man. You, you interrupted me. <laughs> I got to. We're talking about Burton, Before I go bro. to my sleeper, I have to touch base with one guy real quick. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, y'all, I know y'all do, especially these Titan fans. Delaney Walker. Don't sleep on him. Mm. Hey, from two, What'd you say? Don't, don't sleep on him. 2014-2017, he had four straight 800-yard seasons. That's just, that's the only thing I gotta say about him. Just, just he's out there. If he's healthy, hey, he's not be bad pick. So that's that's my sleeper. sleeper. My sleeper is gonna be Jordan Reed. <laughs> okay, okay. Fifteenth uh, overall last year. Uh, he has very top ten potential. Yeah, if and only if he stays healthy. I mean, one step, hmm. you guys, and that's all I'm gonna say about him because I don't want y'all to take my sleeper. Uh, <laughs> when he was healthy. This dude was uncoverable. It was almost unfair. 87 receptions, mm. 952 yards, 11 touchdowns. Second only to Rob Gronkowski. Guys, healthy all year. This dude has a, good, a lot of potential. It's a good number. And one thing you left out uh, with the receiver core the way it is in, in uh, Washington, he's their number one receiver. Gotta stay healthy, but 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 that's the thing. Can he stay healthy? He's proven that he can't. Could this be the year where he shakes those bugs off? We'll see. I like to stay trusting him every year, but he proves me wrong every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, which brings us to that was our sleepers, our top ten. I got a feeling. I got a feeling we're about to have the same bust. Oh really? Yeah, I just noticed that. So look, this is my bust. You wanted me to go first. Um, he was a top 10 tight end last year, but I'm sorry to tell you that he won't be this year. Um, Raider Nation stand up, but it, it's Jared Cook uh, from the New Orleans Saints. Man, how, he did how, how do we agree numbers. on so many things, man? Gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> he, he did finish with receptions last year at 68, 896 yards, six touchdowns, 194 fantasy points. Now, we didn't. I wish we would have put out a list last year because he was my sleeper. And actually, I, I told a couple guys offset that a hey, Jared Cook, when we're talking fantasy in different leagues, I said, play him week one versus the Rams because they can't guard a tight end. And they couldn't all last year. Every tight end in the Rams' face got eight up. But Jared Cook, man, he was tearing them up week one on Monday Night Football. And the dudes who listened to that advice got the win. The ones who didn't, didn't. But look, in a 10 team for me, I already had Ertz. I picked up Ebron and Kittle. I wasn't going to pick Jared Cook. Somebody had got him anyway, and I wasn't going to trade for him. But he was good last year. Raiders had the what y'all got to know is Raiders had nobody. They got rid of Amari Cooper. Uh, they didn't sign Crabtree. Uh, we had an old, broken down Jordy Nelson, uh, who was actually banged up at that beginning of the season. 
Um, man, I don't even remember who our number two receiver was, and I'm a Raiders fan. So look, it was just Jalen Rashard and Jared Cook. They had Raiders had no O line. They were hurt last year, and so he was dumping off down the seam and then check downs to Jalen Rashard all year long. So that's not the case in New Orleans. Yeah, they wanted a capable uh, tight end, and he's still capable. He has good, he's good athlete. He's getting up there in age, but he's still got some left in the tank. But we already said last podcast, quarterbacks, Drew Brees, his passing attempts have been decreasing. They're, he's getting a little older. They want to preserve him, especially for playoff runs. They're running the ball efficiently. Ever since they traded away Jimmy Grant, they brought Max Unger in on the O-line from Seattle. They're showing they want to run the ball more, keep him upright, move the chains so they don't have to depend on Drew Brees. Now, he can still sling it, and he will. Um, they just signed – What? listen to my other one, my, our wide receivers. They signed Michael Thomas today. I told you they were not going to let him huge uh, money, hold out. Huge money. They're, huge money. They're, congrats to him, but they're not going to let him hold out. They they know they're Super Bowl contenders. So, with, with Thomas and you still got Kamara and, and the way they run the ball, Jared Cook will just be a possession tight end once in a while. Man, you'd be lucky to get four or five receptions. He will have a game. He will have a game, maybe six, nine receptions, a couple of those games in a 16-game season. But he's going to be very inconsistent. And people are drafting him as a top five tight end. Don't do it. That's it. Man, uh, that's, that's pretty good knowledge there. Because, man, my bust is also Jared Cook. Mm. Uh, you mean you brought some good points, uh, man? People have him going as high as three and four. Man, I, that's crazy. I mean, you know, looking at before you, you know, looking at him going to New Orleans and you know Jimmy Graham stuff over there, people are going to assume that oh, Jerry Cook's going to have a very, very, very good year. Mm. Let me tell you about Jerry Cook. This dude had 101 receptions last year. I'm mm. sorry, 101 targets, 68 receptions. Targets, targets, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's a lot of targets for a tight end. Oh yeah, a lot. That's top three right there. It is, but let me tell you something. Uh, for the Saints, the highest running back tight end target duos has ever been was 151 targets for them two mm. uh, combos. And let me tell you, Alvin Kamara is averaging 100 targets. And that's telling me Jerry Cook might get 50. 50 that's half. Targets. That's half his targets from last year. 38 receptions. <laughs> I mean, it's very, very possible. He had six touchdowns. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Jared Cook still might have five or six touchdowns. Oh, yeah. But it's only going to be here and there. Yeah. Uh, he, he might have 50 targets for, you know, like I said, 35 catches. He might have a game or two there. He's going to score a couple touchdowns in. But, hey, don't pick him up because of that. Uh, he's going to have more down weeks than he will have good weeks. And, like I said, number four overall tight end, I do not see it. I see him, man, 15th, probably 16th. Yeah, somewhere around that range. But if you do want a guy to, you know, on the waiver wire, pick up and plug him for one week, I mean, yeah, he'd be okay to do it. Yeah, he's a, he's a good a streaming option. Streaming option, yeah, yeah. But, but as a bust, man, where he a bust, again, guys and gals, is wherever you draft him and they're not giving you the value for where you drafted him. He's being drafted as a number five tight end on ESPN League. He will not give you value at number five. That's going to be like fourth round maybe early fifth he's not worth that do not wow. pick him up early he's on my do not draft list he's been on my do not draft list ever since my mock draft seasons oh yeah <laughs> nah, soon, yeah as soon as he, he went to New Orleans I already knew I mean they're, they're just not gonna do it he's it's just they're just not gonna 
feature him like that. He's just I mean, yes, out. on paper, uh, going to New Orleans, it, it looks good for him. It really does. But come on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they got, capable tight they got a capable tight end now to go along with Michael Thomas. Still got Ted Ginn. You got the rookie, Trey Quan, well, second-year Traquan Smith, if I'm not pronouncing his name wrong. You got Kamara. Uh, man, they're even they, thinking about they still bringing him. Huh? They still, still got, got Josh Hill? Still got Josh Hill. You still got, man, and they're thinking about bringing Theo Riddick. I mean, not Theo Riddick. Uh, you know what? Nope. I'm um, too late. They were uh, Alfred Morris did go visit, but he signed with the Cowboys. Congrats to the Cowboys fans. <laughs> hey, oh, speaking of Cowboys, speaking of Cowboys, real quick, y'all heard about Zeke? They're not nowhere close in their on, on their monies. Yeah, and yeah. time, so he might be sitting out longer than y'all expected. That one's gonna be scary, man. I can call Gordon not coming back at all. I called I called Thomas coming back, and he's he came back, but the Zeke one is scary, man, because he do, he's not gonna come back if he don't get his money. But that's the thing. Will Jerry Jones give it? He's talking big right now. But when they start losing, will he give the money and come back week three, week four? We don't know. And will he, he come back, back for more? That's a sign that they don't. They don't hey, he said it. He said it the other day. I don't need a, a good, a good running back to to win the Super Bowl. He said I don't need a, a championship rusher or rushing champion. That's what he's a rushing champion to win the Super Bowl. So, man, it's crazy. But look, that that was that's running back. We're gonna talk some more um, fantasy. Uh, we haven't discussed yet what we're giving y'all next. I told him, let's do top 10 kickers. I'm down like the ground, but we got defensive kickers, and um, we're going to discuss on what we're going to bring y'all next week. But, guys, from week to week, even when the season starts, we want to bring y'all at least one podcast a week uh, with the news going on in the NFL and, and the way fantasy is going, how the league's going, and we'll try to keep it up to date every week throughout the whole season. So, man, y'all be on the lookout. Clegg, anything you want to say? Yeah, I tell you what, man, we might revisit the running backs again. I know we did it kind of early, so, I mean, a lot of stuff happened since since then, so we might touch base on that a little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll think about it. How about that? But look, <laughs> hey, man, this Royal, that's B. Clegg, man. We're signing off. Y'all share everything on y'all social media. Send it to messages, emails, and let them know Truth Talk Radio bringing the truth, the way, and the life. We don't throw shade. We throw shine. <laughs>